Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take Round 2, presented by UPMC. Mike Pursuit, Dale Lawley, and Matt Williamson. We've been uh, talking about the NFL Draft. We're going to continue to talk about the NFL Draft. Our position-by-position position reports have morphed into a little further review. We've uh, gone back and, and taken another look at things on a position-by-position position basis. Today, we're going to talk about safeties and uh, Dale, what'd you find out uh, when you doubled back at the safety position? It's a little bit deeper than what I thought it was on, on, upon first glance, Mike. I, I think that, you know, everybody said, well, it's, it's Trevon Moerig uh, from, from TCU. And, and then, you know, there's really not a lot else there, but you know, there's some interesting guys here in these middle rounds. Uh, you know, again, I, I think a lot of that, uh, you know, is, is recency bias. Uh, when we're talking about that on the initial take, because some of these guys opted out like Javon Holland from Oregon state uh, guy had nine interceptions in his first, uh, his first two seasons, uh, really good football player, then went out and re did really well. Uh, you know, at, at his pro day ran a sub four, five forty. I think he may have solidified himself as the number two safety behind Mo And we'll see, maybe he, maybe somebody likes him better. So uh, he's a guy there that you like a lot. And another interesting guy, and I wasn't sure if I should put him at safety or if I should put him at linebacker because of his size. Uh, we talked about his name, I think, on one of the previous <laughs> triple takes, Divine Diablo. So he's on the all-name team for this draft, to be sure. Yeah, he was on my initial safety top. Yeah. I, I like that kid. 6'3", 226, ran a sub-4, 440. And I didn't know this about him until I started doing more research on him. But he went to, he went to uh, Virginia Tech as a wide receiver. And they flipped him halfway through his rookie, his freshman season. They flipped him to safety, and he became pretty much an immediate starter at safety. Um, you know, with that size, uh, you know, since he was a wide receiver, we can assume that he has pretty good hands. Um, you know, maybe you look at him as a as a, a nickel or dime linebacker, but at the same time, he can also you know be a dual role there for you. Maybe a strong safety as well. There's there's a lot to like there. Yeah, it's funny. I, I mentioned him too. I mean. Mike, when you brought him up the first time, I hadn't watched a ton of him. Just saw that he stood out with his size. Like, boy, you just immediately see that. That's a big safety. And then I started watching him since then. Plays long. What's that? He plays big. He likes to use his size. Yeah, without question. He's also got long arms. You know, he keeps blockers off him pretty well. And I immediately thought, you know, he's going to be a modern-day Will linebacker run and hit type of guy. And I'm sure he'll do plenty of that. But – that, that workout stood out to me. I mean, Dale mentioned what he did at his size. His jumps were really good. Um, there's a lot to like there. I mean, he's a downhill player. Like you said, he plays big. He can play near the line of scrimmage. But I also think he can play deep. So I think his stock really rose. Matt, I wanted to ask you about a guy from Georgia, kind of a, a philosophical question in evaluating. And I'm using uh, Richard LeCount as – you know, my case study here, 5'10", buck 96, ran an unofficial 4.83. Uh, Jeremiah, Daniel Jeremiah, the NFL Network, called that uh, time unfortunate. But he added, quote, he's somebody that relies on his eyes and his instincts to play faster. And Bucky Brooks of the NFL Network also defended Richard LeCount and uh, said, quote, he's a talented player that can absolutely get it done. At, at what point... Does that stop? And at what point does the stopwatch say, you know what? That's just too slow. This guy, we got to take a Texas El Paso. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a line of demarcation. Um, I would have to go back and watch him on tape. Does he play fast? I mean, what I know about him, like you said, 
doesn't take a lot of false steps, takes a lot of really good angles. And that's really important at this position, at least as much as a linebacker, because I mean, some of the angles you take are much wider. Um, you know, you, you take a false step here or there because a quarterback, you know, pumps fakes you one direction and you bite and then it's a big play. I mean, the results are bigger or, or worse if you're you know going the wrong direction. And it's great to be fast, but if you're going the wrong direction or take a few steps one direction and have to make up for it with your speed, uh, 40 times in the end, 40 times for me for safeties aren't the end all be all. I mean, it's down the list of what I look for. And certainly the tape is more important. It's hard to it's also one of the harder positions to watch on tape, though. Sometimes they don't do anything for you know play after play. The other thing to remember, guys, and this is something that's a little bit newer, uh, but I think a lot of teams are using GPS to, you know, whether they're tracking it on their on their laptops, you can put a put a kid on a on film and, and watch him run uh, and get a, a pretty good time on him uh, that I think is probably way more efficient than putting him on, on a track. And, you know, he's he's worked to, 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 you know, work on his explosion out of the, out of the blocks and those kind of things. So we can see what he, you know, you can, you can see what he, what he, you know, comes in at. Uh, we see the Steelers do this with their players in practice. They put GPS monitors on them. Uh, I'm sure a lot of schools do as well. So you can really get a, a much better idea about how fast the guy is in pads as opposed to just running in shorts. Dale, with the following up on that GPS, does that help the guy in covers? Does it tell him, the receiver is running a double move. <laughs> it does not do that, though. That's the one. Not that thing. It, yes, yes. Yeah. They still haven't come up with anything that tracks how 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 smart a guy is above the neck. How how you know is he can he play above the neck? And I think that's really important at the safety position above all else. Yeah. One other guy I wanted to mention at the safety position, uh, USC, Telenoa. Huffanaga, who I hope I pronounced that reasonably uh, close to the way you're supposed to. I mean, he's first team AP All-American, but uh, Jeremiah pointed out that uh, this kid has been working out with Troy Palomalu in preparation for the draft. So I don't know, maybe there's a team that Troy used to play for and he could give them, hey, you know, thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, that could that could cut through a lot of red tape uh, in the evaluation process. Matt, any uh, closing thoughts on safety? Uh, there's a couple small school guys of interest. Christian Uphoff's a guy I mentioned from uh, Illinois State. Um, ran pretty well, but you got to realize he was outdoor in the wind and the rain and still was in the four fives. You know, some of those type of things really matter, especially this year when they don't have the combine. And I wanted to mention Richie Grant, too. Richie Grant from Central Florida. I think he's in that contention for one of the top guys in this class. And what stood out about him was just everything. You know, and his pro day reiterated that, that he's – a B plus in every category across the board. And I, I think that a lot of teams are going to be excited about him. Yeah. And I, I thought that the BYU safeties were really interesting as well. I, I hadn't looked a lot at them until I saw what they did in their pro days and, and uh, they weren't tested a whole lot last year. BYU didn't play the, the toughest uh, schedule, but uh, Kavika uh, Fonua and Zane Anderson uh, both came in at, at above six foot, both more than 200 pounds, uh, you know, Fanua had uh, jumped 39 inches and had a 44340. Uh Anderson ran a 445 and had a 6783 uh, three cone drill at 62210. Uh, so it made me go back and look at these guys a little bit more. And these are some guys that uh, you know could get some late round consideration. And then uh, you know, you look at uh, Tyler Coyle out of Purdue, uh, reported 436 in his 40 with a 39-inch vertical jump at 61209. 
some really athletic safeties in this class. Yeah, he got faster chasing that receiver around the practice. Uh, that'll do it. Yeah, they'll look the, yeah. That's going to do it for our uh, second look at the safety position. Want to remind everybody once again that uh, all these videos are shared on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app, and the Steelers official YouTube page. The audio can be heard on the Triple Take podcast and on Steelers Nation Radio. And you can subscribe to the Triple Take podcast wherever you download your favorite on-demand audio content. Uh, We'll be back soon with uh, still another second look at uh, a specific position as we ready for the NFL draft. Until then, for Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson, I'm Mike Persuda. You've been listening to the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC.